It's still up in the air whether the KMT will boycott the Cross-Strait Forum, an annual summit between the KMT and CCP. The controversy began last Thursday when China's state-run CCTV described KMT delegation leader, former Legislative Speaker Wang Jinping, as going to China to beg for peace. This outraged the public in Taiwan and also caused discontent within the KMT. However, other voices in the party have said that it's better to make contact with the Beijing leadership than not to go. On Sunday, KMT Secretary General Li Qianlong was seen entering Wang's office. The two talked privately for two hours before Li left. The KMT is expected to give an answer on Monday night at the latest. Taiwan is making progress as countries around the world scramble to find a COVID-19 vaccine. Health Minister Chen Shizhong said over the weekend that Taiwan will be signing an agreement with COVAX, a WHO-initiated global vaccine program. He said the agreement will ensure that Taiwan will get its share of vaccines openly and fairly. An expert from the Central Epidemic Command Center also came out to assure people that there's no need to worry about getting Chinese-made vaccines, as Taiwan will have the right to pick the vaccines it wants. Taiwan has made a breakthrough in its global fight to obtain a COVID-19 vaccine. Health Minister Chen Shijong said on Saturday that the Central Epidemic Command Center would be signing an agreement with COVAX, an international vaccine alliance. We can be sure that Taiwan can acquire or be allocated a certain amount of vaccines via a fair and equitable platform. Our lawyers and their lawyers are talking, and we will, of course, opt for a way that's most beneficial to Taiwan. COVAX is a global program initiated by the WHO and others. It aims at working with vaccine manufacturers to provide countries worldwide access to a COVID-19 vaccine in a speedy manner. Some of the vaccines are in the third stage of development. Maybe in a few months we'll see a vaccine that has successfully passed the third trial, and then we'll be on our way to distributing the vaccine. It is still an unknown, however, exactly when Taiwan will receive its share of vaccines. Many in the medical community are also worried that Taiwan might receive Chinese-made vaccines after Taiwan signs an agreement and makes payment. Would the public dare to try out these kinds of vaccinations? Our task force did address this issue during our discussions. When we join COVAX, we will specify the type of vaccine we want, so such a concern is not necessary. We are negotiating within an official framework, so there shouldn't be any political interference. As for Taiwan's four domestic vaccine manufacturers, Enimmune will be proceeding with human testing at the end of the year at the earliest. Adimmune, MVC and United Biomedical have all begun their first stages of human clinical trials. If all proved to be safe and effective at a rudimentary level, medical staff on the front lines can get vaccinated in January at the earliest. Twelve counties and cities were pelted with torrential rain on Sunday owing to the influence of northeasterly winds and a powerful convection. The Central Weather Bureau issued repeated warnings of heavy and even torrential rains on Sunday. In a Facebook post, CWB Chief Zheng Mingdian says the current weather is similar to that of the plum rain season. The CWB forecasts that the rain will gradually taper off after Monday. From Tuesday to Friday, the weather will be stable. However, by Saturday, another front will be moving down from the north, 
ushering in another round of wet weather. With the changing autumnal weather, the public is advised to stay tuned to the latest weather reports. Homelessness affects people for a number of reasons, from family issues to alcohol or gambling addictions to even failed relationships that leave people packing their bags. One entrepreneur felt that giving donations to people alone could not solve the problem of homelessness. He found a new solution, employ them and train them. However, good intentions will go nowhere if people are unwilling to help themselves. Join us as we talk with former homeless people who, when given the opportunity, resolve to work hard and turn things around. Here's our Sunday special report. I used to live in Taichung's Beitun district. I was dating this guy, and I helped him borrow money from a moneylender. He made things so that I couldn't continue working at my job. My mother wouldn't forgive me. Xiaoyun, 36, calmly explains the circumstances that led to her becoming homeless. Asked by us for an interview, she did not refuse. On the contrary, she gave a detailed overview of her difficult past. From time to time, she would touch her stomach, crying as she spoke about her impending motherhood. I recently experienced bleeding, so I'm really worried. I'm five months pregnant with twins. One boy, one girl. I want to have them because my fiancé suddenly passed away. In March, Xiaoyun was sentenced to three months in prison. After she was released, she had trouble finding a job. She had no choice but to go back on the streets, at least temporarily. Altogether, she has already spent two years living as a homeless person. The main issue is that I have no money right now to apply for two forms of ID. Without those two pieces of ID, I cannot go to the district office to apply for subsidies. I cannot get medical care. Some cardboard, a blanket, and a few pairs of slippers are all she has to her name. Those like Xiaoyun who wander the streets often do so because they have lost their jobs, have had failed marriages, come from broken homes, or suffer from untreated mental illness. For those who live on the streets, it's not easy to find a way back into society. Arong occasionally visits the Minchuan underpass to reach out to homeless people living there. Arong was once just like those people he helps. Now a transformed man, he has a job with a cleaning company. He and his boss often buy treats and steam buns, which he takes to the underpass to share. He talks with homeless people there about their daily lives, encouraging them to rejoin society. Arong, 68, works with tool in hand, carefully cleaning the space in front of a beverage shop's entrance. It is truly hard to imagine that this homeless man turned cleaner was once the owner of a video game store in Taipei's Shiling district and once held more than 10 million NT in assets. 
因为我事情太大气了。曾经在市营做过电动玩具。Before, because I started too high, I fell so low. I sold video games in Shilling. It was my trump card. I'm not kidding. Then I went and gambled it all away. I don't know how much I lost. Several tens of millions. I wouldn't say 100 million NT, but it was at least tens of millions. As the saying goes, when it rains, it pours. After losing all his savings, Arong spent 15 years in prison. After that, he came to accept that the second half of his life would not be as good as the first. But he did not expect to find himself clashing with his son and then hitting the streets with only a few bills in his pocket. My backpack serving as a pillow, I found a clean place to rest. I was so tired that I fell asleep as soon as I lay down. Going from a net worth of tens of millions to having only a few hundred new Taiwan dollars in his pocket, Arong spent two weeks on the street before resolving to pull himself together. Of course, the point of working is to have a better life. That's just how it is. If you can't be bothered working, then that's just how it is. You live on the street. As a homeless person, you are without respect. As such, you can sit only for a moment before someone tells you to move. That lack of respect I cannot deal with. I'd rather work an extra three hours and then sit and have a meal at a convenience store, am I right? His cleaning job is eight consecutive hours of work each day. After Aron gets done at the beverage shop, he takes a lunch break on his own time before rushing off to clean the city's public spaces. He's made mistakes at work, but through those experiences, he's picked up tricks of the trade. Similarly, when experiencing failure in his life, he's tried to discern the reasons for that failure, and it's made him appreciate his current job all the more. There are many people with disabilities who apply for work with me, and there are no subsidies. These are the people who applied. There's a whole pile of documents. When homeless people show up, sometimes they stink to high heavens. First, I have them go shower. After they shower, sometimes they have no clean clothes. I have to provide them with clothes, my clothes. Okay, I can give them clothes. I originally had 30 outfits, and I have about seven outfits left. Zhang Mingfu was once a sales manager at a biotech firm. He used to make frequent donations to good causes, but eventually came to agree that it's better to teach a man to fish than to give fish. So he opened a cleaning business that also provided its workers with shelter. Zhang helps homeless people rejoin society and regain a sense of personal worth. He uses military-style management with everything from personnel affairs to dormitory regulations and even cleaning methodology. Our space is divided into zones. We require that every day, when you return to base, whatever area you are responsible for, the first floor, bathroom, wherever, you must make sure it's all sorted. The workers must keep a strict schedule and daily routine, but it's a major challenge for those used to roaming the streets freely. 
It is for this reason that of the 2,000 homeless people that Zhang has taken in, 700 have gone back to their old ways. There have been some people, some who like to drink for example, they cannot control themselves and follow the company rules. The company doesn't allow alcohol, so those people prefer to live at the temple. There's nothing you can do about that. The monthly birthday celebrations are what residents most look forward to. The company's strict rules are hard to follow, but the routine is punctuated by warm and familial moments that encourage the residents to keep going. For those residents, the company is their home in a society that can be unforgiving. Zhang, the beverage shop owner, and others in the community have cast off their own prejudices to help homeless people regain a place in society. They are very diligent. They take their work very seriously. I feel that everyone should give it a try if given the opportunity. What harm could there be in getting to know them from a different perspective? Our residential community needs people to perform these services. The way we look at it is, the average person can do the job in 10 minutes if he's being serious about it. But you need 20 minutes, no problem. Take 20 minutes to do it. The important thing is that you do it well. We need people helping us. You guys are willing to do it, and you do it well, so why not? According to official data, as of May 2020, there were 273 homeless people registered in Greater Taichung. Due to reasons like personal background or mental instability, they've had a difficult time finding work. According to our data this year, their employment rate is about 30%. Those who find work through the employment center are classified as stably employed if they reach a certain high standard. They must work continuously for three months. Aji is one of the Taichung government's stably employed homeless. He works for the city's social services bureau, where he guards the gate and cleans. In his free time, he creates sketches to decorate the office. You could say that it leaves me with the sense that birds and I share a similar mental state, which is loneliness. It doesn't have a home, and neither do I. But at this moment, Aji is no longer lonely. Because he has his work, his life is firmly rooted. A day later, we went to visit Xiaoyun again. She's come to Taichung Park, wearing a volunteer's vest of a local church. It's here that she's regaining the footing of a life with purpose. Every Tuesday and Thursday, Xiaoyun comes to Taichung Park as a volunteer of the church, handing out lunch boxes to homeless people. Xiaoyun's life on the streets isn't quite over yet, but through her faith, she's found something to rely on. It's just doing my bit. It's just helping. I am a homeless person too. I feel that everybody has rough days. We have to help each other out. For Arong, Xiaoyun, and all those who wander the streets, a helping hand can go a long way.
but in the end, it's their hunger for a home of their own that will take them down the last mile back into society.